Skinwalker Ranch, The Montauk Project, Hidden Portals, Vortexes, Different Dimensions, all that stuff. We're going to be talking about that in this episode of Connecting the Dots. Now, why did I choose now of all times to discuss this? And the reason is, is because I've taken the time to assemble some of the most compelling evidence that suggests that what's going on around the world in these particular locations is not coincidental whatsoever, and there's more than thousands upon thousands of eyewitnesses that have witnessed such crazy things in literally the the Philadelphia Project, Skinwalker Ranch, the Bermuda Triangle, which is a big one. And so I've been careful not to overlap other episodes with this, so we're going to get right into it. In 2015, NASA admitted that the idea of Earth portals, areas on the planet that would essentially instantly teleport human beings from one place to the other are a reality that they have been studying for quite some time. So one of NASA's spacecraft called the Themis and cluster probes from Europe have amassed enough observational data to confirm that a magnetic Stargate portal exists in many locations. Now, for those of you that aren't really familiar with that, with these uh, terminologies, what does magnetic Stargate portal really mean? So, portal is very simple. A doorway leading somewhere. Okay? And then, Stargate essentially means the same idea, leading to another dimension, or maybe the same dimension, just a, a time travel of sorts, uh, or leading to another planet, or being able to travel distances uh, within very, very short amount of time, which is why space and time is connected. That's why a lot of times you'll hear them say space-time. And then magnetic, the word magnetic. Now, we know for a fact that something within the frequencies and the vibrational channeling of this life, if you will, not even just this planet, but this life, is connected with some of the magnetic frequencies that we've been studying that certain planets emit or certain parts of planets emit and what have you. And it seems to be that there's a connection between the similarities of the magnetic frequencies between places like the Skinwalker Ranch or the Bermuda Triangle, for example. Now, usually these are found where the faraway geomagnetic field bumps up against the passing solar wind. And this results in a direct pathway between the Earth and other planets. So, in March 2015, NASA launched its Magnetospheric Multiscale Mission, or MMS for short, that, among other things, is tasked with studying these portals to gain a deeper understanding of them. Most of these are small with short lives, these portals, if you will. They don't last very long. They, they, they kind of pop up and then just disappear. Though others have been observed as gaping holes with sustained lifespans. So opening and closing numerous times daily... Not yearly, not bi-yearly, not monthly, whatever. daily. These magnetic forces mingle, or intertwine if you will, allowing their crackling energy particles to flow between the Earth and the Sun and other planets. So these meeting points that NASA calls X-points have been pinpointed by scientists using polar data. So let's start with one, Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle is probably the most famous Stargate portal. It encompasses three vertices, which is obviously what a triangle has. Three vertices, boom, 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 right? Three points. 
and sometimes it's been referred to as the Devil's Triangle, by the way. It's a large abyss that stretches between San Juan, Puerto Rico, Bermuda Island, and Miami, Florida. First noted in the late 1950s, or I think it was... No, I think it was more the early 1950s, if I'm not mistaken. The Bermuda Triangle was deemed to be a mysterious area in which huge military ships and planes were lost without any other plausible explanation forthcoming from the government or the military. And then, in 1964, Vincent H. Gaddis argued that the Bermuda Triangle was the site of strange occurrences such as disappearing tanker ships and jets, with the government being unwilling or unable to provide a reason or explanation. Before I go on, let me say very quickly, it's very black or white, this particular scenario. People who have flown through the Bermuda Triangle, whether it's been private jets or fighter jets, or people just who have their pilot's license looking to go for a, fl a flight that live in the, the Miami or the Puerto Rico area, some of them, the ones who've actually gone into the Bermuda Triangle and have come out, by the way, those people have literally experienced time travel in a certain way. They've been able to get from one location to another and being a pilot and what have you, you have to calculate, okay, do I have enough fuel for this trip and this and that, right? So many pilots, many pilots, you can look this up very, very vaguely, very generally, and you'll find all the details. Many pilots have recorded that, for example, if they expected their flight going through the Bermuda Triangle from one location to another to be three hours, they go through the Bermuda Triangle, it's half an hour or it's 20 minutes, they get to their location within one-fifth the time. It's insane. And I'm not making this stuff up. Multiple pilots, guys who have their pilot's license, these are not crazies. Because if they were crazies, I'm just pretty sure they wouldn't have their pilot's license or, or other things. Forget the government guys. Forget the, 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 the pilots that man the fighter jets. Let's talk about the people like you and me that just go for a, a flight. They've experienced... a. a a speed up or a fast forward in time, if you will. And not only that, but those are just the people that have come out of the Bermuda Triangle, if you will. And so I think what's happening within the Bermuda Triangle is this. Either the government knows, and they, they're familiar with extraterrestrial UFO craft flying in and out of there on a literal hourly, daily basis, and, they and the government understands the science behind it, or they literally know fuck all about it. And they're not willing to comment on it because they literally don't know. They have sent their own fighter jets and pilots to go and check out what the Bermuda Triangle is all about and what, what, what the talk is, honestly. And these pilots haven't come back. Now, to say they, are, they died, who knows? Did they get caught up in some quantum time entanglement teleportation thing? Maybe. I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to jump to that conclusion, and I'm not going to use big words and act like I know what I'm talking about in some cases, right? So I don't think so. I think some of them may have, in fact, survived. Some maybe didn't. And then the ones that did survive either experienced some weird shit or some type of time travel or fast forwarding or time reversal, not by a long shot, but in some cases. So I think there seems to be some type of timing, if you will. And the fact that there's NASA has a, collected evidence that shows that there's portals opening and closing hour by hour, like doorways opening and closing. Just think about these portals sort of like regular doors down a hallway. Sometimes of the day, these doors are unlocked. Other times, they're locked. So something is going on within the energetic fields and the, the magnetic frequencies of, 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 of this planet for this to be happening. 
and I feel like deep down inside, I sort of have gotten to that point of understanding it, but it's, it's, it's very difficult to explain, so I'm not going to sit here and act like I know everything. Now let's move on. Next, we have the Philadelphia Experiment. So I'm not going to go crazy on this one because I've done an entire episode on it, but the Philadelphia Experiment, also called Project Rainbow, grew out of the desire to cloak the U.S. Navy's destroyer, the USS Eldridge. And this was shortly after World War II. Cloaking means to literally turn it invisible or have it blend in so well with the environment you can't even notice. And the whole point was so that enemy devices were not able to detect it. And built on concepts relative to Stargate portals, the project relied on a technological application developed by well-known and respected scientific greats Albert Einstein and Nikola Tesla. So these guys had their math and their science down packed. And according to the FBI, according to the U.S. military, the Philadelphia Experiment never happened, even though people who were on that were given uh, uh, manuals that were top-secret manuals that were only printed. Only one copy each was printed for each member. And because that ship literally fucking disappeared and everyone got all fucked up and, and, and squished and all that... If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out my Philadelphia Experiment episode. But because of all that stuff, they essentially tried to teleport one ship, the USS Eldridge, from one location to another. And in the middle of that, a bunch of guys got stuck. Literally, their bodies got stuck in between the walls of the ship and, and all that. And the idea was to literally put electromagnetic fields around the whole ship through wiring and what have you. And ramp it up, ramp it up until the ship started shaking, there were vibrations, then boom, disappears. Now again, the US military and the FBI have tried to decredit this multiple times, but I think that when it comes to such classified experiments, there is little to no documentation because of how classified and secretive it is. But overall, the testing started in 1943 and it was successful to a large degree. In fact, some witnesses noticed that they saw a green fog in the area where the massive ship once stood after it teleported. So further experiments in late October resulted in the USS Eldridge vanishing from its cruise in the Bahamas. So simultaneously, sailors stationed 375 miles south at the Norfolk Naval Base in Norfolk, Virginia, reported the ship's appearance for several minutes before it vanished. So something was going on in the, in, in, in the, the, the space-time continuum there that caused this. Something with the electromagnetic fields, if you will. And I think Einstein and Tesla were onto something, and it's one of two things. Either the, the experiment failed miserably, and the U.S. never tried to pursue this again, which I highly doubt, or the experiment went really well, because I'm not saying guys like Albert Einstein and Tesla never made a mistake, but the more we look back on their work nowadays, the more that we are finding that they have been right all along. And so then people have questioned before they died, how come they didn't prove these experiments? I think they did. I just think there's their findings and experiments were covered the F up. I think it was a massive cover-up. And then, a gentleman by the name of Alfred Bilek, a former crew member on the USS Eldridge, and Duncan Cameron, who would later work on the Montauk project, jumped from the deck of the USS Eldridge when it was trapped in hyperspace, and then landed in the future. And so once they arrived at Camp Hero in 1983, they were tasked with returning the USS Eldridge in order to destroy the equipment holding the ship in hyperspace. And the pair did so successfully before leaping off the deck and materializing in the current year. Again, very confusing, very distorted, but 
if you check out my episode on that, you'll get a full understanding of what went on there. I, I really do break it down. That's why I'm trying not to spend so much time on it. Then we have the Montauk Project. So located at Montauk, Long Island, New York, at the Montauk Air Force Station, also known as Camp Hero, was the site of the Montauk Project, an extension of the Philadelphia Experiment. The United States government-backed research sought to further substantiate and prove that the Philadelphia Experiment worked and prove through substantive data on magnetic fields and physiological effects that something that they were on the right path, let's say. So once secret funding was once the secret funding was received from the Department of Defense, the DOD, various experiments were conducted, including the creation of a dimension portal that enabled researchers to travel to far-flung locations. As a result of their success, research also, researchers also developed a time tunnel in which contact was made with aliens, as well as underground tunnels and brain reprogramming methods. And then in another notable incident, a flying saucer became stuck in the Montauk underground tunnels with its alien crew demanding a crystal needed to repair the engine so they could leave. I know that sounds very far-fetched, especially as I'm listing different projects off, uh, one by one, but I'm going to be doing an, an episode on the Montauk project shortly, and it's going to cover all of it. So essentially what happened was it was an extension of the Philadelphia experiment, the one I just spoke about, and they essentially took it a step further and utilize their control of magnetic fields and electrogravitics uh, and all that and vibrational frequencies to bend at their command because they essentially figured out how to do it and then at, by this point it was essentially the, the agreed uh, a treaty sorry was already made the 1954 Griotta treaty with extraterrestrials signed by Eisenhower and so this was just one of many projects in which humans in a certain way, I say carefully, sort of worked with extraterrestrials, if you will, and sort of exchanged information. But again, it, it, I'm just stating this project within this episode for the sake of everyone wanting to understand the whole space-time concept, if you will. And then we have the Skinwalker Ranch. So located in Winta County in Utah, Skinwalker Ranch, also called UFO Ranch, because not only are different beings and paranormal things being seen there, but UFOs as well, which I've mentioned many times, there seems to be some type of connection because the science seems to be made up of the same core concepts that UFOs utilize, as well as paranormal beings. So Skinwalker Ranch is one of the state's most famous areas of UFO sightings and paranormal activity. With a history dating back more than 50 years, Skinwalker Ranch has been the site of paranormal activity such as poltergeists, objects and things moving on their own with no explanation, if you will, crop circles, which sounds a little cheesy, but I mean, cr crop circles usually occur after UFO abductions and things like this, dire wolf sightings, glowing orbs, extraterrestrial beings literally walking within this part of land, and other occurrences. So the family who owned the ranch from 1994 until 1996 reported that cattle on the ranch were found mutilated, which I've spoken about so much in the, on my show here, or they simply vanished into thin air. Piercing red eyes glared at them from oversized animals that did not appear to be injured even when shot with bullets, which is insane. Again, I'm going to do an episode on this as well, but 
for the sake of it, just because of it being so hot right now, I'm just waiting for it to calm down. So respected businessman Robert T. Bigelow believed so strongly that activities such as these were important to the survival of the planet that he formed the National Institute for Discovery Science, or NIDS, and staffed it with top scientists in the field. In 1996, the organization acquired the ranch in order to study its paranormal activity in depth. Numerous unexplainable events were chronicled, including stargates that emitted magnetic fields that were highly destructive, and many different things. Again, this goes back to my main point, magnetic fields and frequencies. There's a connection between all of it, but there's a connection between spirituality, between technological advancement, between teleportation. It almost seems that anything is possible once the understanding of magnetic fields and vortices are really understood, ultimately. So, then we have military and space portal research. So, it should be no surprise to learn that the military is both a conduit and supporter of space portal research. With billions of dollars in research fund funding that's funneled to various projects by the Department of Defense, or the DOD, a significant amount was earmarked to allow the military to establish what's called a Stargate portal. So, during the Iraq War, which was only 15, 20 years ago, the, under the guise of searching for weapons of mass destruction, President George W. Bush invaded that country in an effort to control a dimension portal and stop extraterrestrials from an annihilating mankind or culling the world's population. Again, that's a little bit of a theory that goes into something else that I'm not going to jump into in this episode because we have enough things to connect here. But the idea was that going into Iraq was not just for money, but it was for many things um, that the public still doesn't even consider. Okay, and I'm not going to jump into that because it's slightly unsubstantiated, so we can go into so many different conclusions or take so many paths down that, that proposal. I don't even want to jump into that. And then, last but not least, we have NASA. So in early June 2015, NASA had a second successful test flight of its flying saucer that goes by the code name of Low Density Supersonic Decelerator, or LDSD. The space agency started out by updating technology and applications that were decades old. They then sought to address issues with its huge parachute that became evident during its inaugural public testing. With its distinctive ring shape and ability to propel and brake at altitudes of 180,000 feet, it appears that NASA is positioning the LDSD flying saucer so that it can be used to conduct further exploration of Mars. Now here's the interesting part, and then right after this I'm going to bring it full circle. Stargate portals, flying saucers and the unified field theory, which was one of Einstein's, if I'm not mistaken, and other technologies have made strides in providing a method of communicating with other entities within the galaxy, as well as facilitating the movement of people instantly. Despite what many believe, with continued research, it is likely that regular contact with extraterrestrials will be made soon through the, because and through the use of this technology, or this understanding of what I said earlier, of the magnetic fields and all that. So, though the government would like to cover up the real reason behind these occurrences and label them as hoaxes, it is more likely that they simply want to be in control of the outcome of the research and take credit for it. But I think it's more about the control aspect of things, as most things always are. So, this is a lot to take in. 
And so the question then becomes, what are you trying to connect here? Where is the big connection between these projects? What I'm trying to say here is that, and I will always, I have said it, but I think I haven't voiced it enough, is that the magnetic fields, the vibrations, there's something going on or something that was going on with different cultures being able to understand that things like the pyramids that have been argued to have been used for healing or energy sources, things like the pyramids, things like the Philadelphia Experiment, the Montauk Project, things like Skinwalker Ranch, the Bermuda Triangle. There's a big connection between these. And the reason for that is because of something, I hate to say something in the air, that sounds very cheesy and very, very vague, but something within this universe, not just this planet, within this universe is present that we don't currently understand. And I'm for certain it could probably be explained by science. But as of right now, to us, it's quote-unquote magic, I guess you could say. So there's a big connection between all of them because if, if you notice, whether it was 75 years ago or five years ago, like NASA just did with their ship, they're all trying to do something that has to do with the magnetic fields, teleportation, time manipulation, I guess, and different understandings of portals, and I guess you could say interaction with conscious beings that are not human, whether that is in with this manifested realm or within other realms or dimensions, it's hard to say. But there seems to be something that I, I hope you guys know what I'm talking about because I just can't seem to put my finger on it. But there is something that overall is sort of is connecting the dots, if you will. I mean, that's the, the name of this segment, but something is connecting all of these in, or there is a similarity that all of these locations and projects and, and anomalies and unexplainable events share. And I think there's a fraction of the government that understands this. And they know for a fact they're not allowed to talk about it. So let me know your guys' thoughts, because this is certainly extremely interesting and it's something that I think I may have not discussed in great enough detail, partly because there isn't that much information out there on it to begin with. So let me know your guys' thoughts, and we will catch you next time. Peace.